Um, so I don't know if you can tell, but I'm brothers with one of them. It is me. How did you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh we my share the gosh. same mom. <laughs> and uh, I've been in bands since I've been 16, so like 10 years. And it was never cool to be in a band with your brother. And then like somehow that changed in like 2000 and it was a couple of years ago. Suddenly being in a, being, like, in a band with your brother was cool. So I was like, oh, let's try that. And yeah, so that was like two years ago and it sort of stuck. Um, but yeah, I've been, I've played guitar since I've... Oh, like six, seven. Um, but being in a band is great for me because I'm, I'm like the shy, quiet one. Um, but being on a stage is a great way of showing and declaring my faith. You know, I would never dream of standing out in front of hundreds and spinning around with a guitar or playing or whatever. But if it shows my declaration of my trust in God, then let me do it. So, and it's, it's sort of stuck. We're still growing, still learning. Um, so this is our first show in America, Stat. My first, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And our last. Woo-wee. Yeah. No, it's my first time in America as well. This is my second day in America. And it's, it's big and it's hot and I love it. And if we don't get to go home, that's a good thing. Is this all of your first time in America? I'm married to a beautiful Texan, <laughs> so I've uh, I've frequented the United States a few times. Ah, uh, just once or twice. Eh? This is my second time. So the first time that I came was being wingman for this guy. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, but we, we love it. We stay too, um, and yeah, we're obsessed with the place. Normally, like when we're traveling back in UK. Uh, to a show, we'll all be doing our own thing, we'll all be on our phones, we'll all be listening to music, you know, not talking, just being really antisocial. But uh, we just, the drive here, we just could not take our eyes off the scenery, the houses and the cars, and um, yeah, we absolutely love this place, so we're really hoping that God calls us to come here more often, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> and the food's great. Mm. <laughs> God, bl- God bless Chick-fil-A. Oh. <laughs> Magic words, now you can stay in America. The, You're the, welcome. There's certain things you say in America that like automatically gets a crowd going. Chick-fil-A is one of them, so. Chick-fil-A, football, the flag. It's great, you know? Now, you guys talked a little bit about your faith and like all the things that God has done in you and in your music, but how did you actually get saved? Deep questions. Yeah, love it. This is great. Um... So I grew up in a Christian home. Um, yeah, so I'm the younger brother of Ben. Um, we grew up going to church. I think when I was born, my parents both started going to church. Um, and uh, so I was, I was dragged along. And my personality is completely different from Ben. So as Ben said, he's like the quiet, more reserved one. I'm the loud, annoying, bratty one. Um, yeah. <laughs> my girlfriend can vouch for that. <laughs> And um, I, I'm a massive sort of people please to be the golden child. I was middle child syndrome, basically. Um, and so growing up in church, I was always the one to give the right answer. I was always the one who wanted to go and, like, you know, help out with the teas or coffees or help out with the youth and stuff. And um, always was on my best behavior. And um, 
So I kind of had this idea that my faith was basically all about me, that um, I, because I was doing all of this, I was a good person, and Jesus loved me because I knew all the answers. Um, and um, I, I think I sort of started realizing the severity of my sin and the severity of um, who I am as a as a as a human, um, when I went on a Christian camp, so okay, you guys are all on a camp and stuff like that now, so it'd be similar to this sort of thing, and um, not as much fun, obviously, because we're boring and British. But um, <laughs> uh, and I can't, there's a, there's a guy talking about his um, his testimony, and um, I just couldn't get over the fact that he was he was uh, 30 years old. He was helping out on a camp, obviously a very good guy, uh, knew all the answers, was, in my, in my eyes, he was someone who I wanted to inspire, aspire to be, um, and he was say, talking about sin and saying how bad he was, and how it was God's grace that saved him, nothing that he did, and so that, like, from that, uh, I can remember praying at night, and can remember, I went back to my bed, and I think I was about, yeah, I was about 12, and I was just, like, crying, I was like, suddenly realize that um, you know, all, all we need in life is not the answers. It's not, it's not self-praise or feeling good about ourselves or feeling like we're worth anything. It's all about God and all about Jesus because he's done it all and he is the one that's worthy of praise. Um, so that's, I, I, I could talk for a lot about my, my faith and stuff. I'll let these guys talk a little bit. Um, so kind of similar story to Sam, like Grew up in a Christian family, and um, life was life was good. And uh, this is a real condensed version. And this is actually something we're we're heading down to Nashville tomorrow, and uh, we're doing some cool stuff. But we're also going to be working with a church down there called Compassion, um, and they actually planted a church in my hometown, Bridgend, which is the teen suicide capital of the world. Um, so yeah, we need a lot of prayer for that. But this is uh, something that I, I just I feel that is on my heart. And I, I feel like my testimony's changed recently, and I'll, I'll be sharing this next week, so I guess I'll just share it with you guys as well. Um, kind of right up until, like, start joining this band, life was, like, super easy. Come from a good family, church, um, you know, similar to Sam. People pleaser. Like, me and Sam, we used to teach surfing, and it was all to get girls. Like, it was, <laughs> our lives were... <laughs> yeah, my wife's not here. Sorry, mate. Just dumped you in it. Um, <laughs> so, oh. Anyway, um, yeah, so my, our lives were like very much like put together to impress people. Um, and I don't know, I just like, my faith was, I don't want to call it super, it wasn't superficial. I had a relationship with Christ. Um, I didn't know how to worship. Like, I didn't know what worship was. I didn't know that every ounce of my being can be worship. Every moment of every day can be worship. And I still don't fully grasp that. And I still don't live that out. Um, but I guess like what I've learned through life, particularly in the past two years, I've had the toughest year of my life. And I, I've learned that like events and stuff like Creation Fest um, and like big churches and like big productions in church it's all great. Like, it's, it's phenomenal. It's great that we can come to stuff like this and have fun and, and, and learn and, and worship. 
But those moments don't mean squat. Like, they don't mean nothing. If when your back's against the wall, you can't, man, I get emotional because, like, yeah, it's been a tough year. And if you can't, like, have your back against the wall and still say that he's still king, then it doesn't, it doesn't matter, you know? It's all, it's all just a performance. And, like, that's something that has been really a big testimony in my life this year is that when you're in the dark place and when you're down on your knees and when your back's on the wall and when you're cut and you're bleeding, what's going to come out? Like, what is going to come out when you're bleeding? And I'm so thankful that because I had that foundation from my family and because they made me go to church instead of play rugby on a Sunday and because, you know, they just steered me gently in the right path, when I was on my knees, when, I'm, when my back was against the wall, when I was cut and when I was bleeding, what came out was Christ. And, you know, that's kind of what I've learned this year. So, <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um, I can't really give like a day or a specific time when I felt as though Jesus came into my life. I remember going to summer camps and my mates would be like, oh, I prayed last night for... Jesus come into my life, and I felt this warmth and this peace. I was like, this sounds awesome. So I did it. I, I, I prayed that I wanted Jesus to come into my life, and I was like, I felt like no change, like no, like no, no, like God, where moment. you at, devil? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, did I say it wrong? Um, but I think over time, I guess I can say that um, I, would, I was, as a, like a young, younger man, um, I'm still not old yet, I hope, um, I was like, I was like quite, quite an angry, <laughs> angry. I'm not looking at anyone in particular when I say old. Um, I was like quite an angry young man, and um, like I could just, you know, like flip off like a switch. And I just felt as though through the years people have said, "Oh, yeah, there's there's something changing in you. You seem more peaceful or more outgoing, or um, you smile a lot more." <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but I guess my like, I'd, so I was in church, and my fear or my reservation of being a Christian was. Oh, so I just hand over my life, um, and then I just sort of get through something for like 60, 70 years, and then there's a celebration. I, I didn't feel as though that, that was for me. Um, so very prodigal son-esque, I went out, did the whole clubbing, chasing girls, chasing money, drink, all that sort of stuff. And yeah, it was cool, it was fun, but never felt like sustained or hungry, like I would go and do it, felt as though it was a good thing, but then I realized, oh, next time I want to up it a bit more because I didn't feel as though it filled me enough. Um, and I just kept doing it, doing it, and pushing the boat out and doing crazy and crazier stuff. Um, and I just, I just felt as though I like this is a, this is a like a, a race I cannot win. Like I'm not gonna get what I want out of this. So sort of almost like a gamble. I was like, you know, let's do this church thing. Um, but like church is just so more, so much more than a word. God is just so much more than a word. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a life, it's an adventure. And like I've, I've done the whole band thing for years, done like touring around the world, that sort of thing. And I can generally say if there's anyone that's listening that's not sure if Christianity is a exciting thing, since sort of I felt as though I generally wanted to put God in the center of my life, my life has never been so exciting, um, humbling. Like it's scary. There are, there are trials and stuff. But... Um, if you're, like, concerned about, oh, this whole thing is give your life to Jesus, cruise and get through life for 60 years, then celebrate, like, I'm sure the rest of us guys can say as well, honestly, that that's not the case. It is, you know, giving your life to Christ is the most exciting, um, scary, but 
you know, God created you, so who knows you more than you is, is your creator. Who knows what's going to make you happy more than him is your creator. And yeah, I guess, you know, if, if you want any proof that giving your life to Christ is a exciting thing and it just grows and grows and you, you learn more, you know, look, look at us three guys that, you know, th- this, this could like die out tomorrow. Like we could, fellas of God say, right, I don't want you to be in a band anymore. I want you to go work a nine five job or I want you to go study again. And if, if that's what we feel called to, yeah, th- that's what we're going to do because the adventure that God's got lined up for you is going to be more exciting and fulfilling than anything this world can throw at you. So, yeah. Amen. Yeah. You might have to have them back during like a session. I'm preaching up here. I'm just saying. Is there any song that has like a specific, like distinct story behind it? There's, there's a few. Um, Yes. Yeah, one of our songs. <laughs> you two have some hits. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know of Nicki Minaj? She, some of her That's songs how funk changed my life. Really, really speak to me. No. Um, <laughs> um, so I'll talk about. Um, hoping that this trip might open up a door for us releasing it. But um, I wrote it. It's, it's a song called Bipolar Love. And it's a phrase that no one's really... Ever, like I, when, when I was thinking about it, I was like, that just doesn't make sense. But really felt like God gave it to me. And when I've spoken to people, they're like, what? But then it gives an amazing opportunity for me to explain it. Um, so I, I, I was really struggling with the whole concept of... I'd be sat in church or be with the band or reading my Bible or, you know, doing a holy thing and um, and sat there just thinking that, yes, this is what I want. Like, I want to be the best I can be for God. I want to be the best Christian. I see these guys up on stage. Like, I see the preacher and stuff like that. It's like, yes, I want to I do that. And then literally maybe two hours, three hours later, I'm, I'm sat in my room or I'm... I'm I'm in work or wherever. I'm I'm away from from that safe environment, and I feel like my selfish desires just bubble up to the surface, and they're the things that are the focus in my life in that moment. Um, I ju- I just like how how can that that there be such a massive contrast? Because I know in that moment that that's exactly what I want, but then in these moments I'm like, well, it doesn't feel like that's what I want anymore. Um, and that's where that concept of like bipolar love came in, where it's almost like you've got a split personality, where it, if, if the person in that moment could see the person in this moment, they just slap them. Or so, you know, like, it just doesn't make sense. Um, I really wrestled with that, and it really got to me. I thought, well, does that mean that, like, one of those personas isn't who I am? Does that mean that when I'm this guy, that's truly who I am. When I'm this guy, does that mean who I truly am? And I was praying about it, um, really trying to like figure figure it out. And um, yeah, I, I I can't remember if it was in church or if it was um, a Bible study with my girlfriend. But um, just there was um, somehow can't remember how. But God was God told me that. Um, 
in that moment and in this moment, when God looks at me, he sees Jesus, regardless, because, because, because Jesus died on the cross for my sins. And that means that when, when God looks at me, he just sees Jesus. He doesn't see the sin. He doesn't see my efforts. He doesn't see me trying to be good as well. He doesn't see me um, failing. He just sees Jesus. And he loves me so much in those moments, as much as he loves me in those moments. And now it's just like, right, wow, okay. So what do we do with that then? Um, we don't just let that happen. Like, just in the same way that my relationship with my earthly father, I want to live my life for him. I want to do the best I can by him. I know I'm going to mess up by him. I know sometimes he's going to be like, Sam, sort your room out. Stop being a lazy boy. Um, <laughs> and like, you know, in the same way, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fall short of what God wants. But he, his love and his grace is the thing that we focus on. Um, not, not what we do. Um, so that was that's that's how bipolar love came about. And the crit, like, hundred percent, completely from God because that song came to me in a drive home that took lasted about fifteen minutes. And I, I was driving, didn't have a guitar. I was just like, "There's a tune, that, that there's a word." Recorded it and then was like, "Oh boys, I got a song." And like, there's been there's been a few times where that's happened, and I could sit down and have my guitar and have a book, try write a song in a day or whatever, and it just be the worst stuff come out of me. And then God just gives you something. Um, so we we're, we're really excited about that song, that concept. The excited about giving that message to people because I think a lot of people, I, every person I've spoken to, has struggled with that concept of like that split personality where uh, everyone knows, ev when everyone's sat in church, everyone knows that this is what they want. And then, yeah, so. Yeah. Can we hear like a little bit of that song? Oh, what have we got? There's an acoustic. There's an acoustic, yeah. Oh, damn. Are you, are you cool with him? Using your... I gotta apologize. So that isn't a swear word back home, what you just said. Oh yeah, sorry. So I'm so Please. sorry. Uh, <laughs> give us the visa. It's over. I'm so you're sorry. You're going home. <laughs> Hope there are whales in Wales, because you're gone. I said it. We said it to the radio guy yesterday, and I was like, oh, and I went to apologize, and, and someone else said something. So, sorry. Apologies. Are you guys cool with him playing your guitar? No. Oh, no, no. So, Sam's a lefty, but he'll probably play it upside down. While he's getting all whatnot and unset up, do you guys have any questions? Hmm. Timmy. Why the name? Why the name? Oh. A one question. Worst question ever. This question. <laughs> so, uh, that's a great question. Um, so, we're actually thinking of changing the name slightly. <laughs> we are. All Our right. bassist doesn't know it yet. Um, now, we kind of branded ourselves as Wick recently. Like, if you look at our Instagram and stuff, it's just Wick. Um, we might go with that. don't know. But, yeah, Written in Kings, basically. Sam, what does it mean? <laughs> so, I explained it. <laughs> this is, like, the worst answer. We're just delaying it and delaying it. This is the worst what way to What do you want to do for dinner tonight? Yeah, I um, don't know. 
Chick-fil-A. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, we That's how we... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so when, when I started doing music with this other guy, and we were known as John and Sam, um, and we realized that if we wanted to be you know, rock stars, we can't be called just John and Sam. We're not Simon and Garfunkel, so we had to be think, think of something else. So we spent a day, literally a day, trying to think of a cool name. We were looking in the dictionary, <laughs> like, for some cool words. Finally, we look in the Bible, and I was just like, hmm, all the good stuff is written in Kings. And, like, you know, if you think, like, the blood is written in the King of Kings, and Josh thought up another good one recently. He said, like, we're written in Kings, as in, so there's loads of little things like that, um, so we're working on a good answer, <laughs> but yeah, still deciding, yeah, so you make of it what you want, but it's, it sounds like it should have a cool story, but <laughs> it doesn't, yeah. so apologies for the worst answer ever, but hopefully never ask that question again. <laughs> 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 wow, <Thanks>, Timmy. <laughs> Good job, bro. <laughs> Any other questions that are absolutely not that question? Blake? Ben uses something called not showering. Ah, uh, yes, I've heard I of it on the streets. Wash my hair in 2000 and no. Um, <laughs> Yeah. 19. What? <laughs> yeah, I just don't wash my hair. It's a myth, shampoo, I think. Like, every, uh, when you shampoo your hair, it just looks rubbish. So, I, I'm the one that clearly... She said you shampoo your hair now because she tells you to. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm clearly the only one that smells half decent in the band because I wash my hair and I use VO5 matte clay. I don't think you have it in the US. No. You? Okay. Because <laughs> it's just because it's just lady products, isn't it? That's right. <laughs> she knows. She knows. Good thing we're under this tent. A whole lot of shade. <laughs> um, uh, I know. Yeah, that's that's true. I have started. So, you probably maybe two years ago you would have seen me and Ben a little bit more similar because my hair color should be a little bit closer to that. Um, so I started using purple shampoo in my hair to make it go. Yeah. I've Guys, seen the commercials. Mm. It makes it look like this. So. Wow. Yeah. Fabulous. <laughs> Do we have any other questions? Christian. So, um, yeah, as you guys saw, I'm left-handed. The first guitars I ever used were basically just Ben's hand-me-downs that I turned into, re re restrung them, and just played them really badly, like turning it down with my elbow, knocking the jack off and stuff. Um, but yeah, just bought a Fender uh, Telecaster, which is just a big lump of wood, just can just do what I want to it, and um, yeah, within reason. <laughs> and um, yes, yeah, so that's what I use. Um, so. There's a lot of amazing drum companies, but they're all in America. So <laughs> it's really So I, I do work with Risen Drums. Um, I don't know if you guys know them. There's actually a Risen Drum kit on stage here today. But uh, it's just super expensive to get it through customs in the UK. Um, 
So I just have a Tama kit, um, Tama Superstar, and I use a Risen Drum snare because that was kind of cheap. I carried that home on one trip. And then I use Istanbul cymbals and a Roland drum pad, and we run tracks through Ableton. On a Mac, Apple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it failed today. It failed today. Um, I recently bought a Fender Jag, and I realized I might have my priorities wrong when I f figured out that I prayed for the Jag to survive the flight more than I prayed for my girlfriend to survive the next flight. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how much I love it. But she doesn't know that yet. She does now. Yeah. Bet, come on. Yeah. <laughs> for the yet. Lights. It's only a text away. <laughs> All right. Any more questions? If you don't, I have one final closing question. If you could say anything to previous you or the next generation, <laughs> I know, right? Deep <laughs> questions. Yeah. What would you tell them? Yeah, there's so much. Solid advice. Write that down, kids. Uh, I don't know you guys enough to tell. <laughs> um, huh. I do. Yeah, I'm gonna have to think, but um, I guess mine would be keep your identity in Christ. Hmm. Um, and actually, so I just started doing a devotional this morning, <coughs> and uh, it's all about identity. Um, and it's real funny because we pray before going on stage, and uh, I was just like, "Oh God, like, please, like, let us learn the right way that our identity is in You and not in this rock thing that we do." And uh, I actually prayed. I was like, but please, like, can we just learn that the easy way? You know, <laughs> you, know you know what it's like? Sometimes God teaches you lessons the hard way. And you're like, oh, I, like, really didn't want to learn it that way, God. But, okay, got the picture. So I literally prayed that before going on stage. Like, God, please let us, let me learn that, like, my identity is in Christ and Christ alone and nothing to do with the band. And that was, like, one of the toughest gigs I've ever played because everything went wrong. And I've been sulking for about an hour. But being with you guys has been great because, like, getting, you know, talk, talking's good therapy. So you guys can, uh, I, I'll, you know, write a check later and uh, you guys <laughs> are my counselors for today. But, um, yeah, like, keep your identity in Christ. Always keep your identity in Christ. If, if, if as a teenager I, I, my identity was in Christ and in my early 20s, then I wouldn't have made a lot of the mistakes I made. Um, and I would have been a lot more secure as a man of God uh, rather than just... We did an amazing thing in our youth group. Um, me and Sam helped run a youth group, and uh, we had, um, we like drew around, me and Sam actually, we drew around, the kids drew around us, and then we put up on the wall, and you had to write inside the body what the world wants you to be, and then you had to write inside the body what God wants you to be. And it was such an amazing thing to see because everything you listed of what the world wants you to be is exhausting. It is so tiring trying to drive the right car, trying to um, have the right job, the right house, you know, muscles and hair product and clothing and being in a rock band. Um, but all those things, it's exhausting. Like you, you run dry so quickly. And then you looked at what God wants of us and where he wants our identity, identity to be. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, righteousness, holiness, self-control, you know, all these incredible things that are inside us, and it's like not about the outside, it's about who we are as a person, mm. and so that, I guess, like, make, 
if I had like one bit of advice, just make sure your, your identity is in Christ. Yeah, you can clap. That's a good word. Yeah, boy. Um, I think I'd firstly say to my previous self, if I had any doubts about coming to the States, don't have doubts. Uh, I'm, in, I'm in love. This place is cool. Chick-fil-A. It's only like day three, and I'm like, I'm sold. Um, to my future self, I guess it's that God goes out before you, and he knows everything. Like, he knew, he knew that I was going to play Creation Fest before Creation Fest became Creation Fest. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, so there are going to be, like, there are going to be dramas. There are going to be troubles. There are going to be good times. God knows that now. He's been out. He's, he's, he goes out before you. Um, he plants the seeds that need to be planted. He takes out the thorns that are, that are there. Um, so, yeah, I guess it's, it's okay to worry, but it's don't let worry be, like, the final thing that you rest on because there's no need to worry when the, the God, the, uh, the ultimate creator, goes out and he looks after his children. So, um, like, we've all... You know, I guess you know. I, you know, everyone here as individuals has been through stuff. Um, God knew about it before you knew about it. You know what I mean? So, it's it's just have faith that God is a God who just loves his his children and protects his children more than you could love and protect anything yourself. So it's okay to worry, but worry doesn't need to be your your rest in place. Your rest in place is in in your faith that God is in control of all things and he is a God who is good and what will be, will be. Mm. That's a good word. Deep, like deep. Yay. All right, no more rock band. You guys travel and speak now. Yes. <laughs> I may have a thing I've thought of right now. Um, so, <laughs> um, <laughs> listen to my girlfriend more. No, um, a word that has been like ringing around in my ears the last few years is vulnerability, and I say that to my past self and future self because God loves it when we make ourselves vulnerable, when we open ourselves up, when especially when it's something that we're really passionate about and we we go for it because um, it's like yes, I can I can carry you along. That's what uh, that's what I imagine God's like when we're like okay, God, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna jump for it, jump for you now, and He's like yeah, come on, let's do it. Um, so yeah, vulnerability, and I think like it, that's there's not enough vulnerability in what. Hi. Um, <laughs> I thought that was a girl. I'm not gonna lie, anyone else? No. It's <laughs> like hello. That's <laughs> really high pitched. Um, yeah, uh, vulnerability. Um, yeah. Like when, especially as artists and stuff like that, when when we when we get to a point when we open ourselves and make ourselves vulnerable, that that massively helps out. Um, I think teenagers, younger people, and so on. Because I know when I was in church as a youngster, looking up at the adults and the pastors, or even like the musicians, um, Christian rock stars, sort of thing. I just thought they were, you know, they had it all. They 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 were sin free. <laughs> they were they had all the answers and so on. And um, and I felt like that's something I had to strive to. But um, I think yeah, there's not enough vulnerability. There's not enough people opening up and being like, you know, this is this is who I am. These are my scars. Um, because not only will someone else be like, hey, look, we're we're matching. 
Um, but like you can also get healing through opening yourself up. You know, you, it's, I'm I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure if you get a get a cut, you're not supposed to just cover it up and forget about it. You're supposed to get it get it dealt with. Um, and that's the same with any kind of like scar on your heart or on your soul. You're supposed to open it up, and it's tough. It's re- I've learned that it's so so tough um, opening ourselves up, um, especially. I basically half the time I live with these boys and we have to be open with each other and it's so tough but um, I mean you guys you're all friends you know you've got people that love you and um, yeah it's, it, when yeah Easy. Easy. I, yeah I'll say this story when I was on a camp like this, uh, there was a rule that you had to have, you know, do you guys have like hymn books? Yeah, a little hymn book in between you. So I think that's a good rule to have. <laughs> that's my hymn book, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's basically it. That's awesome. We all love God here. Do you mind if we pray for you? That would be amazing. Thank you so much. Lord, we thank you so much for the work you've done in and through written in kings or named to be determined. God, we just thank you for the amount of wisdom they have poured out today, the the amount of soul that they have poured out, not only on us, but just in their performances, God, in coming to America and deciding, I want to follow after God and everything that God has for me, and just following after you with reckless abandon and saying that you can have it all. I thank you that we can trust you, and I thank you that they have trusted you. I thank you that you are going before them, that you have the victory in many more creation festivals to come, many more shows and albums and everything that you have set out for them, God. And we thank you that you are blessing the way for them. We just pray traveling mercies over them as they go to Nashville and everywhere else that they are going. And God, we just thank you that your consistent peace and abundant love is always with them. We pray all these things in your name. Amen. Oh, man. Thank you guys so much. It's been amazing. Cheers. Thank you.